This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 25th, episode 2527, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. Well, we're going to do our best to lead you into the weekend, although I still feel like I am watching the posts of all my friends, Glenn, from all over the country. You you know, like I Mm -hmm. went to high school in Georgia. I lived in Phoenix and watching the parents posting about their kids basically learning from home, distance learning. Uh, it just seems incredibly frustrating. I'm really glad Lucas is going currently to a school that is actually in. Because but you know I, what's funny? I talked to oh. Jemmy yesterday, and she's glad he's home. So, Oh, really? (laughs) She doesn't have a farm, though. (laughs) Get dressed, yeah. So the way that it's working now, Lucas goes to this school. Did I tell you that? Okay, so when COVID hit last year, Lucas, my son, was in first grade. And he... uh, You know, the whole, like, distance learning. And they gave us some work on a Monday, and we did the work. And, like, there wasn't a meeting until next Monday. And there wasn't any more work that came through and the work that we did in about an hour was slated for the whole week. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is super boring. So on the second Monday that we had a meeting, it was like literally a bunch of first graders show, show and tell. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to schedule my day around children walking around their house, showing their bedrooms with their laptops. It's like, that's not where I'm going to spend my time. So there's uh, Oklahoma school for you. Oh my gosh. Well, it's just the first grade teacher had literally no control. Like, I mean, how are you going to wrangle a bunch of And they were all caught off guard too. They didn't know they were going to be doing that. I think things are probably better this year than they were last year. Well, I bought a book for second grade and I just told his teacher, I was like, listen, this is not happening. We are not going to sit here and do this. I was like, I'll just take over from here on out. Thanks. And I, I took a book and basically just went through second grade. And when we found this private school to send them to this fall, um, which was less than half of the one that the, the, the Catholic school that you were yeah. me my son was going to get hit. <laughs> and there was another school that I had to sign an agreement that he could be spanked. And I was like, yeah, you spank my child. I'll come and get you when you're sleeping. Okay. So at any rate, I found the school and they met him and we talked about it and they put him in third grade. He just skipped a whole grade, Glenn. They were huh? like, okay, well, he's done. He knows all the second grade stuff. 
So yay me. Either you did a good job or you got as smart from his dad, one or the other. Both. uh, (laughs) Let's be honest, both. So my my seven-year-old is currently in third grade. So he skipped a whole year. I told him, I was like, don't you think you're leaving this house a year early just because you skipped a grade? You are staying here till you're 35 years old, okay? Um, Here we go. Your wife is going to live here. Like, we are, you're stuck with me. That's why you build a big house. (laughs) Exactly. So um, my... So so he's now in third grade, and I'm just watching. Uh, I'm 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 right now. If if a kid comes down with COVID, they have to quarantine for two weeks. But so far, it's a very small school. They're and then they learn it. at home. They have to learn at home when they're for the two weeks. Yeah. For it's like a quarantining for two weeks. Does the whole class? So if one kid in the class, it's that how yes. it works. The whole class. I was wondering how they were doing that. Yeah, but they're keeping all the grades separate, so you know there's no intermingling of. Oh, so no recess playing and (laughs) all of that. Well, just the grade plays together, you know. So they kind of like have a floating recess time PE, and and so anyway, it's going really well. And just knock on wood, my kid is in school because y'all will hear a very frustrated (laughs) mama if I have to deal with him. And then they have a fall break coming up, which is two weeks long. God. Okay. Well, cool. Um, we'll get to that when we get to it. But um, as of now, currently my child is in school and I am just reaching out to all you mamas out there that have kids that you're trying to, I mean, how are you working? I at least work from home. But like these, I feel so I'm brokenhearted for the women. Like my friend, uh, bro, uh, Ginger, she's having to homeschool her kid, but she also has a full-time job and is, and needs to have her job, you know, and she's so frustrated. Was so she the just, last woman named Ginger, by the way? Probably. That's not she a name you hear anymore, do you? <laughs> it's very appropriate. Red oh. hair, the worst. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> hey, she's got red hair. Let's call her Ginger. But she she's a very lovely, lovely lady. So I, I'm anyway, I just I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how y'all are doing it. Hang in there. All you other auditor mamas and those of you that are thinking about having children, just wait a year or two. Let this blow over. <laughs> All right. What's coming up in today's show? On today's show, Dr. Jennifer Williams from Blue Bonnet Humane Society returns, and we are going to talk about, oh my God, an adoptable pony, and also to tell you about the Blue Bonnet Virtual Expo. You've got a list, and I think almost every single really bad ads was submitted by a listener. It's all listener-read ads. We don't have to do a damn thing. We're just going to put them on autoplay and leave. No, we're going to sit back and laugh because this is my favorite part of the week and I need it, Glenn. I know I need it today too, believe me. All right, let's uh, let's do some daily winnies and get to our first guest. Happy birthday to our own Leslie Bateman. It's Leslie's birthday. Happy birthday, girl. And also Auditor Danny Russell. And might I mention that if you missed yesterday's episode, Danny was on yesterday's episode talking about a new horse she got on the sales and breeding episode. So if you missed it, go back and catch Danny on yesterday's show. And happy birthday, Danny. COVID pony. Yep, exactly. A very fancy COVID pony. Well, if you need a COVID pony, I did get a new one in training yesterday, Glenn, and his name is, I love it. Ready? 
the psychic. <laughs> the psychic. Okay. And the psychic come with like a complete a, deck of tarot oh, cards or yeah, what? <laughs> he's adorable. So he's 16 one. He's got oscillates, which is well, we need to get somebody on to talk about oscillates. They God, they're I don't know that we've ever talked about oscillates. I know. They're basically giant ankles, but they don't it's like calcification in the fetlocks, but it doesn't affect the joint. So once they firm up there, he's totally sound, but I mean, he's not going to win a halter class or anything, but bless his heart. He's here. He's super sweet. And what's how is really there a health thing? We haven't talked about in 2,500 episodes. Write that down. Oscillates. <laughs> I mean, my God, we found something in 10 years we haven't <laughs> talked about, <clears throat> but, uh, I, I think that it's a, uh, racetrack type term. Um, but anyway, so he's here and, one of uh, a couple people, actually, three or four people, because he's really pretty, have uh, reached out to me asking if he would be comfortable for trail riding. So my daily Winnie goes out to my next door neighbor, Joel, and dear husband, Chad. And here's why. Joel next door owns 20 acres. And the 20 acres is all woods. Like, it's impassable. So I thought. Turns out they've cut for the last... 10 years they've been living their trails through the entire thing. And he came over and he's like, Hey, do you guys want to like, I don't know, put a gate on your property to my property and ride your horses on my trails. And you went, Oh no, we don't want to do that. That'd be what? awful. Yes, I do. <laughs> that would be great. And so Chad has been working super hard installing a gate to basically go direct. He's had to like brush hog through some of it to get to the trails. And the gate was installed finally last night, and we are making our first trail journey out today. And so uh, there's going to be three of us that are going to hit the trails. We've walked them so far, but we haven't ridden them. I'm, af I'm afraid we're going to have to duck a few times, but uh, I'm, I don't want to be in the front. I don't want the cobwebs. Yeah, that's right. You never want to be the first one, especially in Florida this time of year. It's cobweb season. You never want to be the lead one in the morning. My my <laughs> border awful. is coming out, and I'm going to ride her horse to make sure he's comfortable, and she's going to ride the Duke. And I'm like, here first. Gotta have you lead. <laughs> Jennifer brings a lunge whip or, or her fly whisk, and that's how she gets the cobwebs down. Yeah, sweet Betty Face sent me a fly whisk, so maybe I'll take that too. <laughs> yeah, she brings that along for the. Now, that doesn't stop the big spider from landing on your head and crawling on you, but. You know. <laughs> oh my God, I'm terrified. <laughs> but we walked it, and I was like, I was in the front. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awful. Hey, uh, before we get to our first guest, uh, we have to hear from Kentucky Performance Products. And also, I just wanted to mention real quick, I had mentioned Wednesday that I had a visit with the surgeon coming up. And I did visit with my surgeon about uh, my cancer surgery. And that is going to be on the 8th. So he said, do you want it at the beginning of October or the end? And I said, let's get this over with. So yeah. we're actually going to be out the same week. Um, I'll probably be out for two weeks, but we'll have shows for you. And uh, no problem there. We probably will not have any live shows during the month of October. Uh, that we'll just won't do them live, but we'll have new shows every day. They'll come out in your feeds. So that'll be the only change. But we will have shows and uh, get the surgery done. Uh, and uh, they did look at it, and he looked at it and said, I think this is cancerous, so we're going to take extras out, and we're going to take stuff out around it, and we're going to test it all and make sure it hasn't spread. So let's pray for that. 
I really don't want to do chemo. Uh, Your so, positive mental attitude. Yeah, I don't want to do chemo. Amazing. So I just don't want to do chemo. Um, but we're going to think that it's not going to happen. But it's going to be four or five days in the hospital. So I didn't want a C-section, and that didn't happen. So you should be good. Yeah, I think I'm going to be good. And you know, this hospital's nice. It's all private rooms, and they're huge private rooms. I was at this one before, and there's a desk over there. I set up my computer. I'll be all good. You'd be broadcasting so, from. I could. I bring my mic. <laughs> It'd be good to go. They had good Wi-Fi too, if I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's I hear. I need bonus. It's like free couple weeks in bed with a Wi-Fi and a dad's like staying in a fancy. Hotel I do have a request meal. though for somebody that is in uh, the Pennsylvania area, and there was many of you that sent pictures of. Remember we talked about whoopie pies. Um. And what they were, the Amish whoopie pies? Well, I have a request that the week of, I'm going to tell you exactly what week you need to send them. So I'll be home recovering the week of the 12th of October. I expect whoopie pies in the mail. So just saying. I'm pretty sure that anybody who is in charge of your digestive health (laughs) would prefer that you don't eat garbage. So um, no whoopie pies. They're soft and squishy. It's like it's like soft. They'll run right through. They'll run right (laughs) through. Exactly right. Yeah, I won't have to. They won't get caught. All right, let's uh, hear from Kentucky Performance Products. Good grossness. (laughs) Oh, I can't even imagine. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium-to-phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by Equijoule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, coming up right now, we have Dr. Jennifer Williams of uh, Blue Bonnet Horse or Humane Society, and they've been on before with us a couple of times. It's been a little while, but it's time to get them back. We like talking to rescues. We like hearing about ponies that are available for adoption, and we have the damn cutest one today. And also, they have a uh, virtual expo coming up, so we're going to talk about that as well. I think Blue Bonnet's out of Texas, isn't it? Uh, can you Can you look at that, Jamie? I'm trying to remember. Well, we'll find out. And we're going to give uh, Dr. Williams a call right now. Hi, Dr. Williams. Hi there. How are you? I am great this morning. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, Oops. Are you still there? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Oh, good. Thank you. So now, uh, for it's been a while. So, and I know you guys have been on uh, several times before, but it's been a few yeah. years. So, tell us a little bit about Blue Bonnet. Where Humane Society? Where are you guys out of? We we work throughout the state of Texas, so we don't have a farm or ranch um, or a central office, um, but we work through foster homes. So we have people all over the state, wherever they want to help, um, which is kind of exciting. That means our horses get to have, I think, a lot more one-on-one personal care because they're living at someone's farm. And it also means that we can help. You know, Texas is a huge state, and it can take 14 or more hours to drive across. So with foster homes kind of scattered throughout, we we can help a lot more horses and a lot more um, local communities. Well, that's terrific. And I know you guys have been around a while, haven't you? We have. We started in 2005, so we celebrated our 15th anniversary this year. Yay! Good for you. Yeah, it was exciting. And have you found what we've been finding? I went to look uh, at Greyhounds the other day because ours passed away last year. There's none to be found. Have you guys <laughs> had a, an increase in adoptions during well, we COVID? Have an, yeah. Yeah, we have, and I was really surprised because I, I talked to our board when COVID started, and I said, okay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have no adoptions and a lot of horses return because, you know, everyone, people are out of work and taking salary reductions and stuff. And I was blown away because we've had exactly the opposite. Um, We track our adoptions by quarter um, and we've been doing that for like the last three or four years um, instead of by year. And for the first, all three quarters this year has had the highest adoption rate of uh, the past four years. And so that's, we've been, um, that's been true across the board with all adoption, dogs, uh, horses, yes. it doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. I'm, a, I'm in a group of other um, horse rescue leaders and everyone's saying that, you know, we have a lot of, all of us have a lot of companion only horses or, you know, the non-riding horses, but we, we can't keep riding horses around, which is, it's really exciting. It's just, we're all shocked and thrilled, but shocked. <laughs> you know, we've heard the same thing about, uh, Travel trailers, RVs, campers, all uh, horse trailers have all been selling like crazy. I don't know. It's like, uh, okay, we're all locked up. Let's just spend all our money. I don't know. Maybe that's it. (laughs) I think it's the we're all going to die, live your dream. Let's do it now. Maybe that's, that's, I like that better. Live your dream. Let's focus on the not the dying part. Live your dream. So I I asked you today to bring us, we're going to talk a little bit about a virtual expo you guys have coming up, but I I ask you to bring us, because we love doing this on the show, a rescue pony that's uh, available. And you brought us Blue, who is the cutest little thing in in, in existence in Texas. <laughs> I think so. I think everyone needs their own little Blue, because he is he has this adorable little uh, miniature. He came to us um, less than a year ago now. Um, partially, it was a, the owner was ill, and so the, they were all neglected. Um, and so it was kind of a dual thing. Um, law enforcement wasn't involved yet, but the um, owner passed away and the son couldn't take care of the horses. And so they all came to us and he had not been handled a lot. I think the owner had been ill for quite some time. And so he was, he was not so cute when he arrived. He was a wild child, um, but he got assigned to um, one of our families who participates in our training challenge and the mom and the daughter both have been working with him and he is now so cute and they are training him to drive, which makes him, I think 10 times cuter. Um, So he is, he's learning to do in hand work, like navigate trail obstacles and stuff in hand. And he's learned to lunge and lead and, and let 
kid hang all over him. But he's also learning to drive, so he's going to make somebody just an awesome pony to have around. I mean, only I think he's only five years old, too, so he's like this wonderful, wonderful age, and he's cute and sweet now. He's a reformed wild child, and um, who doesn't want a pony that could drive? I mean, uh, my daughter has a, a pony we adopted from Blue Bonnet, and I'm going to train him to drive, even if all we do is drive up and down the driveway. Well, this, fun, right? I got to tell you, the girl, the little cute girl driving is as cute as the pony is. So it's, it's an adorable yeah. combination because I'm going to post it's, this picture in our show notes today uh, or on our Facebook page. It's it's uh, this adorable little blonde girl driving little blue who's a 9.2 hand uh, miniature horse. Uh, and uh, he's oh, his adoption fee is like only 600 bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculously low. Uh, we do, you know, because we put a few restrictions on our adopters. We try to keep our adoption fees really, really reasonable. Um, and for our training challenge, which will happen in October, even better. The adoption fees are half price during our training challenge. So, like, he is an absolute seal any way you look at it. Um, but, you know, our, our biggest concern is we want them all to get good homes where they're loved and they get to be part of the family. And in his case, he gets to have a job. And then hopefully we get to hear great updates and share both pictures and videos for the rest of his life. And he is kind of a buckskin color. And we've had, Jamie, haven't we had a couple of our auditors getting minis here recently too? It seems like everybody's adopting everything. So (laughs) it should work. (laughs) Yes. We had uh, over the, like from November of last year on, we've had over 30 minis coming to the rescue. And um, the ones who were handleable, a lot of them haven't been handled, but the ones who were handleable went pretty quick. And uh, I even adopted for Christmas. My Christmas gift to myself was I adopted um, one of our minis as well. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Everyone needs a mini. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jamie, I know Jamie, and she is not looking at blue. She's on your website. I know her. I, I can't see okay. her right now. What do, you, what do you think I'm doing right now? You're looking at all the horses. Which one do you like? Okay, well, I'm still <laughs> I knew stuck it. between... <laughs> I really like Sir Clyde, who is a giant little tank of a pony. Oh, my God. He's adorable. Um, I really like him. I like Just Dazzling. I like Iris. I like Magnolia. And then I really love the, like, seniors and Mickey. It reminds me of my pony Pepito that I had when I was growing up, and he's a little paint mini. Oh, my God. And he's 27 years old. Yes, I need him. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and Monte Cristo. Uh, yes. There's so many. So we were many talking about ones. donkeys the other day. You have a donkey or two, too. We have one right now, um, Carlita, who was abandoned when her owner sold their property. And so she's in a foster home. She's a little uh, pinto donkey, or I guess a spotted donkey is the correct term. And she's so cute, too. I mean, obviously, I don't ever see an uncute equal. Yeah, that's right. They're all so cute. <laughs> Um, but she's also cute and, um, uh, she's a little pet, you know, she's not a guard donkey or, um, a riding one, but someone's going to get an adorable, cute little pet donkey. And, and my, my greatest struggle in the rescue is I keep saying, I want to adopt that one and that one and that one. But, um, I could, I yeah, I can, it. it's so hard. I work with the rescue here in Oklahoma and, God, so they come to me for training and then I have to put them back on the trailer and take them home. And it is heartbreaking. I've only adopted like four so far. So, I mean, you know, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I think, yes, we're at four as well. So, uh, that's what I say, you know, like I'm always like, I'll post them up for adoption on our, our Facebook and I'll say, I'm really tempted to adopt this one. And I'm like, people think that I 
must think that, you know, I have a problem at this point because I say that on almost every one of them, but uh, they all are so awesome in their own, you know, unique ways that it's hard to not want to keep everybody. And for those that like gated horses, there's a Fabio version uh, named Athena, um, who has the hair of Fabio. Uh, and yeah. it's a Pasifina. We have a lot of Pasifinos actually live in our equestrian neighborhood here in Ocala. And uh, so if you're if you're wanting a uh, a, a different tolt, uh, Athena's just a good looking girl. Uh, she- <laughs> Or a guy, I'm not sure which it is. Is it a bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen point three hands and uh, four white socks and and flowing mane. (laughs) It's uh, yeah, nobody nobody can help but look gorgeous riding a horse with big flowing mane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that I and if it was closer, I'd be uh, taking a look at blue because I I like driving ponies. I think blue is really cute. Well, tell us, though, you have a fundraiser that you do every year, right? That's an expo, and it's it's your big fundraiser of the year. And, of course, with this year being what it is, uh, you have to do it virtually? Uh, We've been this since, I think, 2007. And normally it's an in-person event. It's a one-day horse expo where we pack as much horsey fun as we can into one day. Um, But, of course, with COVID and the restrictions and uh, we, we weren't sure what to do, and we finally made the call to go virtual because we didn't want to have nothing, and we didn't want to get to October when we have the event and find out that we had to cancel at the last minute. And so it was a hard decision because it is my favorite weekend of the year. I get to see all of our members who are spread all over the state, and some of our members who have moved out of state come back, and then we also have the public there and our clinicians and all the horses. I get to walk down the barn aisle saying, I want you and you and you. <laughs> and, um, you know, but also it's, it's so neat because we get we normally have uh, 30 to 40 horses adopted out. And to see all those excited people to get to take their horses home, so I'm going to miss all of that good stuff this year. But we didn't want to completely disappear, and there's a lot of good education because we get uh, clinicians from all over Texas and equine professionals who come and donate their time to give presentations, and there's a lot of amazing education and learning and talent there, and we didn't want to miss that. We want to be able to share that with the public, and, you know, it is still a fundraiser for the rescue. It is actually about normally in a normal year, it's about a third of our budget is raised at that event. Um, so what we have done is we've gone virtual. All of our clinicians and present and presenters, including some new ones we haven't gotten to have in the past, um, are making video presentations. And then some of them, they're, I'm still confirming who, but some of them are going to also participate in live Zoom Q&A sessions. So um, horse lovers from all over the country, because now you're not bound by location or, or airfare, they can come. The ticket's just $10 to access all the videos, all the Zoom live Q&As that we have, and you can bring to the Q&As your burning horse questions. We'll have um, some by veterinarians. I believe we have an equine nutritionist, and then we have different horse trainers who are going to do Q&A, so you can come get some help um, and ideas from some of these talented trainers. And then we are also having an online auction of horse and ranch-related or themed home decor and jewelry and artwork, and then also tack um, at least a few saddles and smaller tack that's easier to ship. But um, And all of that's donated to the rescue for that purpose, so we're raising money. We're going to have videos of some of our horses, and on October 17th, we will have our Blue Bonnet Rescue Horse Training Challenge, where Blue and Athena and I think about 28 other horses will compete in the obstacle horse and then have a freestyle where they get to show off what they have learned, and we're going to live stream that 
it's normally part of our expo. Um, since we had to limit our attendance pretty severely, we will live stream it on our Facebook page so that everyone, whether they bought a ticket or not, can come watch these horses, show off what they've learned. And it's, I love the training challenge because it gets to show off that these rescue horses are horses who got a bad break at some point, but they're not bad horses. They can go out and do everything that a non-rescue horse can do. And watching the training challenge and seeing what these both trainers and amateurs have done in just four months with these horses is, um, it just blows your mind and it's amazing. And again, you'll want to take them all home. But so that's, um, that's our, in a big, big nutshell, I guess, our virtual expo. And like I said, the, the tickets are $10 and our expo website is bluebonnethorseexpo.com. And we are hoping we can attract people who normally wouldn't get to come. And there's just no way you get to even audit one clinic. Um, Not for $10. $10. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to have, um, we're between 10 and, 10 and 15 clinicians of different types there. So you get to watch all their videos. Um, that is a steal of a deal. And when you pay your $10, you're helping horses. So it's win-win all the way around. That's very good. And it, it is October 10th through the 18th online. And as she said, it's bluebonnethorseexpo.com. And you might recognize Dr. Jennifer Williams because she also writes articles for many magazines. So you might have seen the name before. You're still doing that, right? Aren't you? Uh, not as much. I have a six-year-old daughter who's doing school at home, and I don't have any quiet time to think. But um, hopefully <laughs> I'll heart. get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm relearning first grade, and it's, it's interesting. But, you know, I join a, I'm with a bunch of parents all over the country doing the same thing. Jennifer so, was just talking um, but, about, or uh, Jamie was just talking about that at the beginning of the show, how she admires mm-hmm. all of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's it's been a, it's been something, um, but we are, we're trying to have fun with it. And um, the nice thing is um, we're not as, as bound by time constraints. So once it starts getting dark at five o'clock, she can still ride her pony and I'll still get to ride some. So I'm trying to remember the good parts of that. And, um, you know, we're all just, we're all staying safe and trying to take care of each other. So um, I will though, get back to writing. It's, it's been a little while. I do now, right, right now I'm getting to write for the rescue. There's a blog on our, we had a, our website redesigned and we added a blog with some of the stories of some of our horses. And so I get to do some of that writing and then I will get back to, um, back to more writing after school. Going back after you're done session. going to school. Uh, that's right. Here after you I'm got a doctorate. You thought you were done. Now you're back to first grade again. You're like starting over. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have to go the whole way again. That would be a little <laughs> Thank you. We really appreciate you, Dr. Williams, coming on. And, and as we said, it's bluebonnethorseexpo.com, October 10th through the 18th. We appreciate it. We'll put links in our show notes as well. Thank you guys so All right. much. Take care. All right. Bye. Blue is cute. There she is. Blue is so cute. <laughs> did you hear the daughter in the background? I did. Yeah. There she was. <laughs> Doing class. Show minutes. and tell. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from one of our other terrific sponsors, uh, Daily Dose Equine. And then we're going to come back. I have a list for you I want to do. It's kind of fun one I found. And we'll do some really bad ads. All listeners submitted really bad ads today. In 2006, Daily Dose Equine was founded by Janet Geyer when she was searching for better feed options for her own horses and couldn't find them. Today, 
Daily Dose Equine's seven different feed and forage balance formulas provide all types of horses with the quality nutrients they need, but none of the fillers or additives they don't. Daily Dose is made with non-GMO ingredients. You won't find any wheat middlings or distillers grains in Daily Dose Equine formulas. Plus, feeds are flame-roasted to improve digestibility, lower NSCs, and eliminate mold, bacteria, and other contaminants. You can learn more about Daily Dose Equine at DailyDoseEquine.com. And Daily Dose Equine feeds and forage balancers are available nationwide through Chewy.com. That was weird. We ordered uh, Scooter Eats uh, Daily Dose, and we ordered it, and it came in through through Chewy. It got delivered by UPS. It was just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. We never ordered feed through UPS before. <laughs> so, yeah, Chewy.com, Daily Dose Equine, and that is Scooter approved. He likes his mm-hmm. Daily Dose Equine, and it helps him uh, with his figure. That's why we feed that particular feed is to help them with this figure. So uh, I have a list for you. Uh, and, you know, there, there's so many things that are misconceptions about uh, what non-horse people think about horse people. Um, oh, you know what? Which list do you want to do? Do you want to do misconceptions or do you want to do funny and gross things that horse people do? What do you want to it's do on Friday? Friday. Oh, it's let's do Friday. funny and gross. Let's do funny okay. And gross. All right, let's do funny and gross. All right. So this was on a blog court called horseyhooves.com. And it's 10 funny and gross things horsey people do. Uh, and uh there uh, this these are all gross, especially coming from a horse husband. I uh, don't think that all these are gross. So yeah, well, we'll let's find out. Okay, so tolerating green drool, and that would be you know all over your shirt, all over whatever clothes you're wearing that day. Gets slobber, and Scooter is so good at slobber. He loves eating and then coming and rubbing it all over you. It is amazing um, how quickly. Just a pass through the barn will result yes. in some sort of smear on your shirt. I'm like, I didn't even touch anybody. <laughs> and somehow I have some sort you of cannot smudge. put the shirt on you're going to go out with and walk no. in the barn. You just can't. And I keep trying. So I, I, I have like a system of shoes, like like barn shoes, but they're supposed to start as like non-barn shoes. That's what I do. I'm like, <laughs> these are not like yesterday. I bought these like super plush pajama pants. And I was like, I am not wearing these pajama pants in the barn. And I walked down to the barn yesterday and Abby's like, I thought you weren't wearing these pajama pants in the barn. <laughs> I was like, I, shh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> shoes are the worst because then I kind of forget which ones were were uh, degraded, you know, to the barn, and I'm like, was this a new one or an old one? Yeah, did <laughs> I wear these? Are yeah. they? The, mm, yeah, I, can't I don't remember. remember. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that system of shoes. Uh, tasting the horse's food, Jennifer will do this with every damn feed we get in the barn. She tastes it all, and it's gross. Oh, oh I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't does. do that. She tastes I'll, all the I'll, treats. No, not doing that. I will take a bite of an apple and then let the horse have the rest. Yeah, but that's different than, you know, horse treats. Yeah, she tastes them all. She'd walk around the expos tasting all the horse treats. You kiss that mouth. (laughs) I know. I know. Don't remind me right now. Now they got me thinking about that. Okay. uh, Horse people are oblivious to horses farting in their faces. That's so true. Let me tell you, when you're a carriage driver, that's very true. 
Is it like the Seinfeld episode when you're a carriage driver where Kramer's driving and he's like, oh, my God. Yes, it is. It's absolutely that. Because let me tell you, you're right there. You're right there. Well, I got to tell you, I, you know, having taught lessons uh, and and helped people with their horses, I had a woman come over with a horse and she's like, my horse just doesn't like me. I think I've told this story on the show before. And I said, well, what do you mean a horse doesn't like you? Every time I pick up a back leg, she farts on me. <laughs> yeah. Th- that sounds like something a preteen that, would like, say. <laughs> on purpose. Like you, when you lift up the hind leg, you readjust the gut and like the gas has to go somewhere. And it's always a good thing that the gas is coming out. Trust me. <laughs> Sheath cleaning is also on the list. Yes. I mean, let's face it. What, you know, that I, you're not doing with the dog. So kind of a worse thing. It's, um, it's, 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 fairly necessary to remove the bean. Although I think some people get a little too crazy about it. This is coming from me, but you know what I feel you mean with the polishing. Yeah. It doesn't need all the polish, but I do feel like once you have the trust of your horse to let them stick your arm up their pee pee hole, like you're good. You guys are best friends. Why don't I have the sheath cleaning song ready for this? I do. Um, and I would like to say too that even though Zeus and I have been together for four years, I still cannot clean the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth are done. He's sedated. Have the vet reach Yeah, there, let's do that now. <laughs> How about number five? I don't do number five. I try and avoid this at all costs. Picking up poop with bare hands. I not something I try and do. No, because I don't wear gloves in the barn. Like yeah. I hate, I hate having gloves on. Um, I don't pick up horse poop, but I do want to mention that this blog has photos of people's poop <laughs> sculptures. <laughs> like with clay. Sculptures out of them. That's really horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. How about drinking? But poop is really not a problem. Like we, I, I, all horse people, even though we don't maybe touch it with our bare hands, it's really not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, I mean, we and deal with it all the time. You take non-horse people around the horse poop, they're like, ew, like better out than in, I always say. <laughs> hey, I have a positive to this surgery, by the way. I'm not allowed to lift more than five pounds for six weeks, so I don't have to clean the stalls or the I fields. I you were going to say you can't poop for five weeks. <laughs> no, counts. no. Uh, no, I don't have to clean the fields or you the stalls. You may want to reconsider those weird little pies from the Amish. <laughs> uh, number six, and this is at uh, horseyhooves.com, has this one, drinking the horse's water when needed. No. Like out of the bucket? Hold on, what did they say? Okay, because I am a hose drinker. We, yeah, hose is one thing, but uh, even the hose tastes crappy. Let's be honest. It tastes like hose. Barn kids are frequently found covered in mud drinking out of the horse's water tanks. What? What? That is not good parenting. No, that's not good. I don't think, I don't think there's any high, hygiene about that. that the sun... Br- oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll drink out of the hose, but I'm not dipping yeah, my head in Yeah, we've all drank out of the hose, and it does taste like hose. I mean, it tastes like hose, but yeah. Uh, how about uh, using the horse's bedroom as a last resort bathroom? We've discussed this. We all go to the bathroom in the stall. It's just, it's a given. You just like all it. all the time. Everybody does uh, it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna pee in here. Don't come in. <laughs> uh, enjoying the aroma of manure. You know, some manure smells better than others. There's some that is okay, and some that's not. And I think it's more the pee. There's different levels of stinky pee and ammonia pee, right? There's really ammonia pee, and then there's not so bad pee. 
in the stuff. I think I don't like pee, but the the smell of a fresh poop pile is gross. But the smell of like walking into the barn where it's been like dried out for you know a couple hours or whatever that's not so bad. However, I found that all these thoroughbreds that come in for training, I put them on a dose of uh, miprazole, some of the ones that look ulcery, and that poop. <laughs> and let's face it all horse poop tastes better than chicken poop or smells better than chick- chicken poop oh chicken poop oh if i always Oof. say if horses poop smelled like cat poop nobody would have horses that's true it's <laughs> true uh we forget to wash our hands when making dinner or eating a sandwich or eating any chips oh, God, or yeah. wheels. I mean, it's yeah. really like, now, and, and yet my kid will come home. And I'm like, wash your hands. And have you like, gotten you better since COVID? Has it made you think about washing your hands more? I have been washing my hands more than I ever have. Because um, I think about it. Yes, more. absolutely. Yeah. I totally wash my hands every time I come in from the barn, Glenn. That'd be weird if I did. <laughs> I'm didn't. glad to hear you've, con- you've, uh, you've yeah, grown. I mean, I you've really grown. Made it- Yes. Big change in <laughs> not making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with dirt on my hands. Really, I have gotten better about that. Uh, number Horses ten, don't have COVID, so I don't. I'm like, I was in the barn. It's not like I was at the mall. Just become a habit, though. Um, and number ten, eating breakfast in the barn. Well, of course, you just bring your. Where breakfast else would you eat it? You got to get it done, right? When my farrier comes, I bring sandwiches down, and we just sit on the bench in the barn and eat. I mean, and she doesn't wash her hands. I don't wash my whatever. I mean, I, I would be laughed at if I had hand sanitizer in my barn. Like, who would do that? that I mean, if you have well, then a you're just putting the sanitizer, sanitizer over the dirt. That's kind of gross, right? And then you put the hand sanitizer on, and it turns all the dirt in your hands to mud, and mud. then you have to wipe your hands on your clothes, and then you've got the smudges that we talked about earlier. If you have hand sanitizer in your barn, and it's not a public barn, you know, like you're social distancing from other borders. If you like, if I had it in my barn where it's just me, I would think that I'm, I'm, I'm a murderer. (laughs) Like there's something I'm psychotic. Yeah. I do find myself now. I never used hand sanitizer in my entire life until this COVID thing, but now I'm finding anytime I go out, I use it like 12 times a day. And by the time you come home, it's built up to this layer like armor. Uh, you, you just can't wait to wash your hands and get all the crap off because it's become sticky too after a while. Ugh. Anyway, let's hope that's all over in another couple of months. But anyway, that was uh, thanks to horseyhoops.com for uh, putting that together. That or is horseyhoops.com. Either way. They're going to listen to this and really Either be way. irritated that and you pronounce And they're probably from Pennsylvania and they really <laughs> like the way I say it. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's go on from here. Let's, t- uh, what, well, there's only one thing to do. It's Friday at this time. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. I feel like, Glenn, we need to give credit to Dan Roberts because that's an actual song. (laughs) And he actually wrote that, and he's a great uh, singer. Dan Roberts, uh, I think it's Boots, what's the website? Uh, Oh. 
oldbootsmusic.com old or, like yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, so that is an actual song. We should play it sometime soon just to give them full credit. Um, but remember, these ads are submitted by our listeners and uh, you can do it as well. And if you submit an ad, you are entered for a fantastic prize. And if you read your own ad, you get double the entries. So Glenn, what is the first prize that we are giving away today? And Well, well not giving, I guess next week. Month. Next week we'll be giving it away. Uh, so yeah. look, you got all have one more week to get ads in to get one of these terrific prizes. So we have the Rambo Protectors, the first prize pro- uh, provided by Horselovers.com. It is specifically designed to offer superior protection from both flies and sunlight, made from a unique patent and durable self-repairing fabric. This rug offers UV protection and is designed to last for many seasons. It has 65% UV protection, and it's a $180 value. The next prize is the coveted Ovation Bridal. It's a fancy stitched raised padded bridal with reins, supple leather with even stitching, and a monocrown design alleviates pole pressure. Finished with beeswax for suppleness, but it'll still take oil valued at $125. And then a $200 halter. Yes, you heard that correctly. It's a Perry's Sheepskin Shipping Halter. Perry's Sheepskin Shipping Halter is completely covered with stitched-on fleecy natural sheepskin for your horse's comfort. It, it's This is a luxurious-looking halter because the sheepskin goes on every part of it. There's Your horse cannot get rubbed in the face with this halter. It's made by the Amish here in the United States, and uh, it's valued at two hundred dollars so that's over five hundred dollars in prizes we're giving away next week so if you haven't gotten your ads in yet send them to jennifer at horseradionetwork.com and if now, you, yeah i was gonna say some of the people that submitted ads you if we don't read it you're still in the running so get your ads in there are some that we're gonna carry on to next week um and then this week uh, rachel betty and marie i don't think we we didn't do yours because we're we got all listener ones today that's right. Every ad today is read by a listener. And I heard Jennifer laughing in there when she was reviewing them. So let's see how this goes. We have Jill is first up. Hey, everybody. It's Jill from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, I found this <laughs> bad ad, and it comes from Montevideo, Minnesota. So <laughs> yes. I'm going to do my hand at a really yes. bad Go for it, Jill. Minnesota accent. Apologize to everyone. Okay. Very healthy quarter horse gilding for seal. He's about 15 two hands, had this horse for about a year, and it's time for it to move on. He has started to gain bad habits, which include being very anxious to go home if he gets rode too far away from the barn. Gets upset if it has to be tied up for too long and can occasionally be hard to catch. Trailers very well, picks up feet great. And can be very fun when it behaves. It is used to everything. Donkeys, mini horses, goats, llama, potbelly pig, chickens, and a peacock. Lots of potential here. About 20 years old, but does not show its age. Would not be a beginner horse. Thanks for your interest. Any questions or if you are interested, please give me a call at blah, 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 blah. Would be possible interested in trades for a fishing boat. <laughs> I think we 
played that one last week, but it's I didn't we did? stop it because it's so worth hearing <laughs> again. That was funny. That was funny. I mean, oh my god, her, bolt- her her accent is so over the top. <laughs> it's not though. I mean, I can just hear the person saying that. <laughs> Do you have a fishing boat? You can get yourself a horse. Uh, I, I don't know what the ad was. I was so busy listening to her accent. Uh, Caroline sent this one. Let's see if she has an accent too. We'll find out. Hi, Hedem Crew. This is Caroline O'Hare with a really bad ad from the Northern California Horses and Tech Facebook group. I'm at my wits end with this gelding. I got him to give him a fair chance. When I got him, his hoofs were in real bad shape, corrected the issue, and now he's doing fine. He is 25-year-old gelding, and can still be rode for light duty as long as he has shoes. I hope to find him a soft landing. I cannot stand him. The feeling <laughs> is mutual. I think he hates me because I had vets out all the time, a furriers, so he sees me as the problem. My problem with him is he is a ass to my old Arab. <laughs> A big bully, he needs to have secure fencing because he loves to be an ass about boundaries. He isn't high on the totem pole, so I think that is why he's a bully to my old mare. I hope to find him a home. If you're interested, please don't hesitate to ask questions about home. It's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. Right. It's not how this works. So true. (laughs) That ad was really selling it. Don't you want to take that horse home today? Man, I want to (laughs) just go get him. Let's let's take this 25-year-old senior horse that's going to beat the crap out of everything at your farm. (laughs) That's just what I want. Amazing. And full of vet bills. (laughs) It's the other thing. All right, uh, Bex sent this one in from Colorado. Bex always does a good job. Hi, guys. This is Bex from Colorado, and I saw this ad on Western Slope Horse and Tack on uh, Facebook. And there are decent pictures. He's really actually a pretty cute little horse. But anyway, um, here's the written portion of the ad. There's no punctuation. This is old son. He is five years old and has a nice handle being used on the ranch 15 five hands. You can ranch rope and work cattle up this young guy being to the mountains through all kinds of terrain stands for Feria and every rancher's dream. He is located in Grand Junction, Colorado. Thank you. Yep. So he has a really nice handle, which is awesome. And he's 15 five, which is confusing. Anyway, <laughs> later. <laughs> Bad ad. <laughs> We're full of great accents today. <laughs> All right. Intended or not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Bex. Uh, this is Monica. Has a couple of them actually today. Let's uh, do the first from Monica. Hi there. It's Monica from Burlington, Vermont, and I have another really bad ad from Oklahoma City. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Two horse mare gelding for sale, H $3,500. I there's no and there's no punctuation at all. I got a mare that's broke, does play day and gelding. That's a cowboy black mane and tail that's broke. Really nice horses got a nice stop on them. Both gelding well make 
a nice ropen, R-O-P-E-N, horse when finished. Great with anyone. Gilding is a nice boy. Must come and see. PM me or call. Have a blessed day. That's it. That's the ad. <laughs> super interested. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. Hey, stop looking at Oklahoma Craigslist. That's where I get all my stuff. <laughs> I think people figured that out, and now they're going to yours. <laughs> like, if you go to the Oklahoma Craigslist, by the way, there is a massive amount of photos of horses tied to trees in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like ponies, horses. It's like, hey, man, we can get a real good picture of it. You just go ahead and set it over there on that tree. You wrap that rope around a couple times. Once quits fighting, we'll get a picture of it, and then we'll snap it on up and put it on the Craigslist. See if we can get $350 for this pony. <laughs> All right, Monica also sent this one in. Hi, Glenn and Jamie. This is Monica from Burlington, Vermont, and I have a really bad ad for you. It's from the Oklahoma City Craigslist. Stop it! Sorry, Jamie. (laughs) I got a pony, two-year-old broke, seven-year-old gelding broke a mare, four-year B, $3,500. And the rest of it has no punctuation except at the end. This horse are all broke. Great know how to back and go forward. S and they, T-H-A-Y. Play day. The gilding needs more riding. The mare rides great. The pony broke nice. They go together. They what? They are a nice pair of horse. To be honest, please don't waste my time. I held them for a week. Guy never showed up. These horse S are first one shows up. Gets them no hold. Thank if interested. Call me. They are all broke as can be. Space period. That's it. <laughs> I don't have can any just, idea what she's selling. <laughs> I don't either. But can I just tell you that I just went to the Oklahoma Craigslist just to for fun to see how many pictures I could find of horses tied to trees yeah. in the middle of the field. Yeah. And there's one here that's a uh, paint gelding for sale, $1,300. And he's tied to the front end of somebody's truck. <laughs> <laughs> I told you when we went to pick up poor Scooter, who was starving to death, he was tied to a tree. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> and it was long leash. It was like 20 feet. So he was wrapping himself around the tree. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, who sent the following? Sean sent the following in. Or Shane sent the following one in. Hey, everybody. This is Shane Griffiths in Utah, and I thought I would try to read uh, one of the really bad ads from our local paper, the spelling and punctuation is a little, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's uh, its interesting. So I'll try to keep it all uh, as close to the way it's written as I can. Description. I have a Palomino gelding named Maverick that would be awesome for riders. If beginner, I suggest to take a few lessons to learn his quirks, and he can be a shithead and take advantage of new beginners if they have no clue on what exactly they are doing and he wants to be a lazy in his stall. Can give lessons free of charge if wanted on certain days, just ask when inquiring about leasing, and can do lesson if not leasing for $25 a hour and a half. He has been doing barrels and jumps, so he has experience in both Western and English, but mostly Western. Rides are mostly unlimited on certain days. Boarding Places does have a large outdoor arena, also has a trail with a pond not too far that nice to ride along. I have tack that can be used with both Western and English, plus bareback. 
Leasing price can be worked on if needed. Any questions are welcome. Text is best to get a hold of me. And that's it. Uh, is that the first Utah ad we've ever had? I I I I I think. Well, I know she's read before. Is yeah. she from there? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but you know, I expect better of Utah. You know, I don't expect <laughs> it to be like Oklahoma. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I want... Andrea sent the next one. And let's hear Andrea's. It's apparently really quiet. Okay, let me see if I can. We can hear it. Hi, this is Andrea from Vermont. I'm calling with a bad ad. I don't know what you call this, but hear um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's confusing. I'm kind of sight reading it, so uh, uh, just <laughs> we'll go from there. Nineteen Twin Frontier GS. 15 inch steel frame rider, five foot two inches dash five foot six inches or so, 21 speed, faultless. Well, other than the one miserable SOB ding, look at the cassette. Did you any? Did anyone even ride this charmer? Oh yeah, just long enough to ding its front leg. Turned and detailed to perfection by responsible persons with naturally curly hair. Back at the end of February, when I saw a Chinese gentleman on the news aim an IR thermometer at someone's forehead, I rushed to find mine and shot my forehead. February, forehead, 91.4 degrees. Today, 812 91.5 degrees. I seem to be crud-free. If you should opt to buy yourself this fine-ass bicycle, I'll scrub up and buy and place it so you can have a cruise or we can social distance in exchange. It's so disinfected, you could lick it. But don't lick it. Just don't. Cash, <laughs> local pickup. I, what are they selling? A bicycle. A bicycle. And what uh, did they do with taking your temperature? They were sick. They were trying to say they had COVID, but now they're COVID-free, so you can come and get it. It's okay. <laughs> Man. A lot of way too much information in that ad. <laughs> Uh, guess who ends the day? Oh, please tell me it's Laureen. Hi, good morning. morning. This is Laureen Barden. Hi, Laureen. And I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this ad, it's not horsey. It's it's a dog ad, but dogs are the second best critters to own after horses. So I'm going to read this ad about a dog dish. <laughs> Possessed dog dish. Free dog dish. Basically unused. Dog wouldn't go near. Refuses to eat or drink out of it. Sits there barking at 2 a.m. Whines when I put his food in it, then proceeds to do a one-meter lap around it while snarling. Could have sworn I threw it out twice, but still in corner. Possibly possessed. So there's a picture of a really cute dog dish. It's blue with little dog paw prints. And since my house is already haunted... I'm pretty sure I need this in my life. So I'm going to go get it. Thanks for listening. Bye. We haven't talked about haunted houses in a long time. Maybe we'll do that in the post show with the auditors. Hey, oh uh, thank God. you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who submitted and read ads. It's always fun for us to listen to you read them. It, yeah, it, it's nice for us to take a break and hear all of you guys do it. Uh, it's harder than it looks uh, for people. Uh, but you all did a great job today. It's terrific. And you only have one week to get your ads into Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com, and we will give away $500 in prizes next Friday. So you'll want to look forward to that as well. And then we'll have a whole new batch of prizes for you coming up. Uh, what? Any big plans this weekend? Just training horses? Doing your thing? Uh, 
lots of horse training. I think we're going to take a road trip with Drax and uh, and some other horses and, and see you. Hopefully, I'll be here Monday morning. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye. Stay good or gelt. Hold on, auditors. So um, we haven't talked about this in a long time, and I know we have some new auditors. Have you ever lived in a house with a ghost? Uh, no, because that's not a thing. Yeah, oh, it's a thing. We lived, uh, the house we had, big house, like five bathrooms. It was a big house in Newville, Pennsylvania. It was an old house dating back, the original part of the house was an old house. It was an inn, uh, uh, apparently on the one highway that went between Philadelphia and Harrisburg or something. It was a major highway at that time in the early 1800s. This house was really old, the old part of it. And it was a boarding in so people would stop by there like a little bed and breakfast um but this house had a ghost and everybody that worked we had a business at the house met the ghost at one time or another and it was the weirdest thing we we had we had we had electricians out we had the air conditioner people out you would go in a certain part of the house you'd be walking through and in about a four foot square section it would be ice cold and smell like cookies and first couple times we were like oh that's just weird so we had the air conditioner people out because we could and they thought we were nuts because the air conditioner was working just fine and how could one section be 10 degrees colder than another section but then we'd have company over and they'd come in and say are you making cookies and then the employees would be like, okay, it became a joke. We called her Agnes. We assumed it was a female. Uh, it became a joke uh, that Agnes was around the house, and where was Agnes now? Because she'd move around. And the, the employees would just go, hey, Agnes is out in the store right now. because, And you'd walk out there, and sure enough, in that spot, it would be 10 degrees colder and smell like cookies. Mm-hmm. So it was Agnes. Yeah. So that was our ghost. Yeah. I believe there are ghosts, and uh, this house had a ghost, and everybody met the ghost. Everybody met the ghost at some point or another. I kind of remind you of of something. Yes. Uh, You asked me if I believe in ghosts. Do you know that I don't need anything else to fear (laughs) in life? You have a brand new house, though, so there can't be ghosts. We figure Agnes died in the house, and that's why we had Agnes. Yeah, but, but the people died in our other house, the tiny home, and I really? they never really sh- sh- woke me up in the middle of the but night. But did they die of natural or causes, or were they like murdered? I'm pretty sure it was natural. They were senior citizens. Okay, good. Well, then you're okay. See, that's fine. Oh, is that the rule? Yes. I, you know, in all my years, I've never heard that only people, if you've been like died in some accident or some murder, those are the only people. Yeah, that they're haunt. ghosts because they're haunting the world for for their death. That's my theory. You know what? You focus on the person <laughs> who did it. Okay, leave the rest of us alone. Uh, there's no that. That's not a thing. Uh, haven't you ever <laughs> seen an episode of Ghost Hunters? Literally, all they do is sit there and listen. To, oh, oh my god! Did he say that? Did you hear that? I, I've and never watched like Ghost Hunters settling. because it. Oh just... my god! Because it's so stupid. <laughs> no, but we did have a ghost. That was my ghost experience. And can and I just tell you, auditors? You write in email. your ghost experiences well, at your house for Jamie in the yeah, auditor room. You let cool. us know your ghost experiences. Jamie wants to hear about them all. 
And then I'll tell you that you're crazy and that's not a ghost. Okay? Can we just let You're it just go? a non-believer. You don't believe in UFOs either, do you? You don't believe there's little green people around uh, in the world. Or I the hope universe. there are, though. See, yeah, let, the let them come soon because 2020 is almost over. They only have three months. I mean, if I we're going to do it, do it this year. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year. That's right. Sure. I just saw a meme. Uh, it, uh, this is the meme. Just read a comment that the United States is the Florida of the world. <laughs> Wow, that's very true. I <laughs> just thought that was funny. Uh, anyway, uh, that's all I got. I don't really have much else. Um, so uh, what else you got? Anything? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, go train, go train some horses this weekend. Auditors, <laughs> have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you all on Monday. All right. Bye, y'all. The ghosts are not real, Glenn. They Nobody's are. baking cookies. You didn't meet Agnes. Yeah, you didn't either. Oh, I did. Your seer? She made good cookies. <laughs>